3: Alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Wednesday. A beautiful, beautiful Wednesday it is here in Las Vegas, the sixth day of April 2022. That is 462022. We welcome you to the show here in the gaming capital of the world. Of course, it's beautiful out here today. Uh, however, it's a little windy out there. And so whatever temperature it is right now, and here in Las Vegas, we start out this morning a little bit after 7 o'clock at 63 degrees, but we're going to get up to 81 degrees today. and It's going to get hotter Thursday, 88, Friday, 91, Saturday, 93. Wow. We got it. And all sunny. Sunny throughout the week. Going to be a great week here in your gaming capital but it is a little windy out there right now. A little breeze going on, but uh, a breeze that we can handle. It's not one that's going to throw the uh, lawn furniture into the pool. Looking out the window, the sun is shining, sky is blue, ground is dry, and that's how we start our racing week here at Race Day Las Vegas, Las Vegas style. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. And as you know, we cover the world. Oh, all those different streaming platforms that get us to you, like uh, the websites, global, Your devices. Old guys like me still call them cell phones. But your devices. And you can go to your, your phone app store and get the radio station phone app, KSHP phone app, the KSHP phone app, put it on your device, and then you can hear us streaming, like right now. Bada bing, bada bing, bada bing. <laughs> and all the great uh, all the great uh, programming sports programming on our show and on our station right here with your phone app for your androids and your iPhones <clears throat> and of course wherever you get podcasting we're there whatever favorite podcasting uh website or or a phone app that you have you go there and we're there so we welcome you however wherever whenever to the race day show for this wednesday all right Now, as far as the weather across the country, up and down the Pacific Coast, clear. Gulf Coast, for the most part, clear. Up and down the Atlantic Coast, clear. Except, except when you get there near Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Vermont, Connecticut, etc. It's a mess. Rain, all that stuff in there. And there's another front that's moving right across Illinois, Indiana, Ohio and the Great Lakes area. Some snow going on up there in the Dakotas and and uh Montana and cetera. On this wow, on the 6th day of April, still got some snow up there, but there's going to be some uh, there's going to be some nasty weather down there uh near the Gulf and in that area uh with uh possible tornadoes, et cetera. So keep keep that in mind. And we, of course, uh, uh, want everybody to be safe out there, that's for sure. But as far as racing, it looks pretty clear for the day and the racing centers. We have uh, seven racetracks available today on your racing menu. We'll get to that in just a little bit. We're going to have Jonathan Hardoon here, who um, is probably just getting uh, over uh, his excitement of uh, the Arkansas Derby. We'll get his firsthand thoughts about that. And of course, Tommy Mass's picks. Uh, John Lindo going to give us the latest on uh, both what's happening at Oakland Park and at Santa Anita. Jerry J will be along with us uh, to give us his thoughts. Going to get reports from these two guys on their thoughts about racing, etc. And now we are moving into. <coughs> I will say this. Hold on. Had to clear the old throat. You know how the college basketball went through the the tournament, et cetera, and congratulations to Kansas! What a comeback they had Monday night to beat North Carolina to win the NCAA uh, basketball championship. But just like that, you know, the uh, for horse racing, sort of in the same kind of framework, we have our uh, you know uh, playoffs kind of thing, and and it leads up to the Derby. And so you know, that last uh, weekend we had three big. Kentucky Derby prep races the Florida Derby where the winner was white a barrio and then of the Arkansas Derby where yep cyber nice won that uh, Jonathan are just smiling there I could see it right through the phone and then of course uh, the Jack uh, the Jeff Ruby stakes won by tis the bomb all of them uh, produced 100 points uh, for the Kentucky Derby Leaderboard. And uh, so that was, you know, uh, one of the two rounds. Now we get into one of the final rounds, right? Because we do have a final round coming up. Okay? And that final round is this weekend on Saturday. The Wood Memorial at Aqueduct will hold 100 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. The Bluegrass at Keeneland, which opens on on Friday. Actually, Keeneland opens, uh, I believe, tomorrow not mistaken. No, Friday. Okay. Uh, Keeneland opens on Friday. Bluegrass will be on Saturday. The Bluegrass will hold 100 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. And the Santa Anita Derby out at Santa Anita also on Saturday, 100 points. And that's it. The points will all be gone except for 20 points. A little kicker in there that'll happen on April 16th at Keeneland, the Lexington Stakes. And then that's it. That's it. The end. OK. And so in looking at the leaderboard after this weekend's 100 pointers, Epicenter has amassed the most points, 164 total for his efforts. You remember he uh, was uh, racing down at uh, the fairgrounds, in Louisiana Derby. White Abario, who won the Florida Derby second with 112 points, Tiz the Bomb, the winner of the the Jack Ruby Stakes. One hundred and ten points. Cyberknife got his hundred, so he's he and Crown Pride, who won the UAE Derby, both with their hundred points, are deadlocked at fourth on the leaderboard so far. After Cyberknife, of course, won the Arkansas Derby, so the winners of the Wood Memorial, the Bluegrass, and the Santa Anita Derby will also all get one hundred points. So this is going to be uh, the the shifting, the final shifting going on for the Kentucky Derby. Okay? Now, nevertheless, we have the Kentucky Oaks. And the three-year-old Phillies are also going for leaderboard points. And so over the last weekend, you had the Gulfstream Park Oaks, 100 points. You had the Fantasy, 100 points. And coming up on Friday... Opening day at uh, Keeneland, you're going to have the Ashland Stakes for 3-year-old Phillies that will yield 100 points for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard. And then on Saturday, in addition to the Wood Memorial for the Colts, the Gazelle for 3-year-old Phillies will hold 100 points for the Kentucky Oaks. And at Santa Anita, same thing. While the Colts are going for the 100 points in the Derby, you'll have the Santa Anita Oaks for 100 points for the 3-year-old fillies. So, uh, all in all, you know, we've got um we've got a lot of, of races yet to go. Those final races for the fields that will be uh put together for the Kentucky Derby and Kentucky Oaks. Now, as far as the Kentucky Oaks, uh the winner uh this weekend of the um the Gulfstream Park Oaks. And that, uh, that winner, of course, Kathleen O. She's the leader right now as far as Kentucky Oaks with 150 points. Echo Zulu, which will go this weekend, 130 points. Ugiri, 114 points. That was the uh, big upset winner of the... Um, well, it wasn't an upset winner. Yugiri won the uh, Fantasy at Oaklawn, 114 points. Secret Oath, of course, that was uh, tried the boys in the Arkansas Derby. She's with 80 points. Goddess of Fiverr has 62, and Turner Loose has 60 in the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard. So all of these things are coming uh, to uh, a head, so to speak, with the final races this weekend. So we're going to be paying attention to all of that because there's only 31 days, 8 hours, 26 minutes, and 51 seconds to go until the Kentucky Derby, and only 30 days itself before we get to the Kentucky Oaks. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, kind of like uh, from the Sweet 16 down to the Final Four, and then finally the field for the Kentucky Derby. Now, when we're talking about the Ashland, which comes up, of course, on Friday opening day at Keeneland, uh, they already drew for that field from the rail out, Miss Matty B., Rosario uh, for Robert Hess. Robert Hess, Miss Maddie B, and Joel Rosario drew the rail. Interstate Daydream, number two, Florent Garreau, Brad Cox. Number three, Awake at Midnight, Mario Gutierrez for Doug O'Neill. So they're out there. Number four is Nest. Irad Ortiz Jr. for Todd Pletcher. The five, Sterling Silver, Jose Ortiz for Thomas Albatrani. The six is Happy Soul. Wesley Ward trainee, John Velasquez is going to ride the seven cocktail moments. Corey Lannery for Kenny McPeak and the eight is Heavenly Hellos. Edgar, Mor- Edgar Morales for Ray Hernandez. And that's the feel for the Ashland, the uh, one of the opening day features uh, at uh, Keeneland. Keeneland on opening day Friday will hold the Transylvania, which is the usual opening day feature. And, of course, the Ashland that grade one for the three-year-old fillies, and the Lafayette, which is uh, for three-year-olds at seven furlongs. So we got a lot of great stuff going on, and uh, there it is. There you have it, the latest, the update on the Derby and the Oaks. And we will, of course, be covering that Las Vegas style right here. So uh, that's the way that deal goes. And uh, today, of course, we've got Jonathan Hardoon standing by, Tommy Masses, John Lendo, and Jerry J. So without any further ado, I'm going to just shut up and go to the first uh, break. <laughs> <laughs> enough of me we're going to go to the first break when we come back of course we'll have your uh, racing menu for today and then we will converse with Jonathan Hardoon who still cannot wipe that smile off his face it's a cyber nice file smile or a cyber knife smile whichever you prefer
2: we'll be right back <laughs>
0: from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show.
3: All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. want to remind you, too, that along with the uh, Kentucky Derby uh, with uh, just about uh, 30-something days away, got to remind you that, uh, of course, uh, 31 days away to be exact, That, uh, remember the uh, pool number five, the Kentucky Derby Future Book Wagering Pool number five, the paramutual pool, was uh, postponed from last weekend. It actually starts this weekend, okay? So that thing is going to start on Friday. And uh, the favorite in the final Kentucky Derby Future Book Pool from uh, Churchill Downs, the favorite in the race, is Epicenter. As far as single horses are concerned, Epple's epicenter uh, is five to one. They uh, posted them at five to one. The all other three-year-olds, by the way, now in the final uh, future book is uh, 15 to one. You know, it's a favorite. It started out to be a favorite earlier, but now it's 15 to one. And uh, let's see. Crown Pride, the Japanese horse who's already training at Churchill Downs after winning the UAE Derby is 50 to one. Hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? With the way the Japanese are winning these big races around the world. Wow. Forbidden Kingdom going in the Santa Anita uh, Derby this weekend is 8. Messier, I should say Messier, uh, which will take on Forbidden Kingdom. That'll be the throwdown in the Santa Anita Derby is also at 8-1. to one. And uh, Tis the Bomb is 12. White Abario, 8. So you get some, uh, r- but remember, these are the opening odds and it's a paramutual pool, which means that you don't get your odds locked in until uh, it closes on Sunday. So I want everybody to remember that. Unlike the future books here in the very limited locations in Las Vegas, where you, when you go up to make the bet, that's the number you get at the time you make the bet. That's the difference. <clears throat> All right. Here's the menu of racetracks available today in the race book. Simulcast centers and racetracks are on the country. Remember, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone, because that's where we're at, the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas listening to Sports Talk 1400 AM, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. If you're listening on the websites, on the phone apps, on the podcasting, however, wherever, whenever. Remember that the first post times on the menu, racing menu, each and every day reflect the start times of the Pacific time zone. If you're not in it, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything like, of course, I miss mom and dad. A beautiful day in our neighborhood. Hope it is where you're at. And now if you're ready, we'll get started. You ready? Okay, here we go. We begin with Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has a first post time of 9.15 and they have the pick six jackpot carryover. $28,573. First post time, Tampa Bay, 9.15 a.m. Pacific Time. We go next to Mahoning Valley. Mahoning Valley Racecourse has a pick six jackpot carryover of $49,918. Their first post time is 9.45. 9.45 at Mahoning. Next comes Parks Racing, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, which of course is a suburb of Philadelphia. Parks Racing has a pick Five jackpot carryover of one hundred eighty-three thousand five hundred ten dollars. It's a jackpot, but it's a pick five, one hundred eighty-three thousand five hundred ten dollars. First post time at Parks nine fifty-five, nine fifty-five. Then we go to Turf Paradise in Phoenix, Arizona. They are pick six jackpot carryover seventy thousand four hundred thirty dollars, seventy grand. First post time one twenty-five at uh, Turf Paradise. Following that comes Penn National. We call it Penn Nat. First post time at Penn National, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. at Penn National. Then you get to Evangeline Downs. Evangeline now operating again back in business. Evangeline has a first post time of 3.30. And then you wrap it up at Charlestown. Charlestown races with a pick six jackpot carry over $4,194. Their first post time at Charlestown is 4 p.m. And that's your... Seven tracks on this uh, racing menu for this Wednesday, the sixth day of April. Now, let's go. We got to go to our man, Jonathan Hardoon. Here's Jonathan. (laughs) Good morning. Hello, Ralph. How how you doing, man? How you doing?
0: what a weekend what a weekend uh it you, was total craziness and uh it ended up terrific so all right,
3: well, will give it I give us a, give us a little bit of uh you know your experience your thought what uh, what, what, what what the deal go ahead
0: okay, so we started off Friday. Mm-hmm. my son Joe and the owner al bold and his wife and uh, another couple were flying from Florida West Palm Beach where he lives to Arkansas. And they were 10 minutes into the flight, and the flight had to make an emergency landing. They oh. lost cabin pressure. Oh. And I'm on the phone with my brother, and all of a sudden I see my son's calling, and I say, uh, Jeff, i got to hang up. Joe took off an hour ago. I don't know why he's calling me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I pick up the phone. He says, hello, Dad. I just want you to know I love you. I <laughs> said, good, Joe. I love you, too. <laughs> and then he went to tell me what happened. It was a horrifying uh, scare, really. Yeah. You know, uh, the, all the buzzers and alarms started to go off, if you remember, about 10 years ago a golf, I think, uh, Payne or whatever his name was, uh, they were in a similar situation and, uh, that plane went down. Yeah. So it's nothing, uh, you know, to joke about. After, you could joke after the fact, obviously, but, uh, all the bells and whistles were going off They made an emergency landing and, uh. The guy refused to get back on another plane, and I don't blame him. But uh, my son was willing to go, but they stayed in Florida and watched the race, so they weren't there for. it. Then came Saturday, and my filly ran two hours before their horse did on Tapita, and we know how I feel about Tapita at Turfway Park.
3: Well, I, I know, I finish. know, I know one thing: your horse feels the same way about Tapita. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> she certainly does. She yeah. has the mud part of it. She actually finished last. She bled in the race, and actually bled pretty bad. Oh, so She's going to need a little time off, but uh, everything is good. Then came uh, the Arkansas Derby, and what a terrific race, and what a terrific ride by Florent Giroux, to be honest with you. And uh, he took it to him around the turn. People thought he may have moved too soon. Listen, he ran to, to what we thought he was, Ralph. You remember back mm-hmm. at Breeders' Cup time when we were doing a seminar right at the South Point, and I was begging people to help me find a place to get a, a, a future bed. I was sitting there with John Lindo. Uh-huh. You remember at, at dinner, and uh, we couldn't get it done, but uh, we're in the future, book in the pools, uh, the pool 2 at, at 67 to 1, and I got the last time, Uh, 37 to one in the last full four, so we're covered there. But uh, what a terrific race, and uh, really a terrific performance. The horse arrived at Churchill yesterday, and he's doing well. And I got my invite to make that walk with them from the paddock, from the barn to the paddock. Oh my! They allow 16 people, so uh, I was one of the people invited. So that's exciting. Uh, We got the plane tickets, and we're ready to go, Ralph.
3: You got Unfortunately, the.
0: Unfortunately, uh, I'm going to miss the derby, the seminar at South Point. Oh, please. But, uh, understandably so. If you remember, when when John called me to do it, I said, John, I'm really out of predicament here right. because my horse has no points, but I can't go because I know he's getting the points, and uh, he, he came through and he came through big time.
3: Right. You uh, you said I I uh, I will be happy to go if the horse doesn't make it, but the horse is. Uh, you know, going for the Arkansas Derby, it's it's late, and I know that uh, you know they had to get commitments, and so uh, right. you, you made that bet too. By the way, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did, I did.
3: But it worked out fine. I now Cy- Cyberknife is uh, opening up at twelve to one in this uh, pool, and you know he's going to get bets. So you got you got the prime numbers, that's for sure. But I think that uh, even hitting a, a Derby future book like that is probably secondary to the 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 experience that you're going to have on derby day and we can only hope he gets a trip like he did in the arkansas derby because in the arkansas derby to be quite frank there are a couple of horses that really got banged up oho uh got banged up pretty bad in that race and it was pretty uh, it, uh, there was a portion and of the race roughly
0: go- run race. yes it was uh, a roughly run race and the philly had a tough trip too to be honest with yeah, so wide, you know, yeah she was wide let's be yeah, fair yeah yeah and uh Listen, 1380 on that horse in that spot, I'll take it all day long. But it wasn't even betting the horse, to be honest with you. Sure. It was just the, obviously the, all the excitement. The owner is a terrific guy. He's put millions of dollars into the game to get to this point. And uh, he finally did it. And uh, my son is fortunate enough to be involved with them. So that makes me involved with them. And, and uh, it's just a very exciting time. When you're 63 years old and you've got your whole life For an opportunity like this, you know, the owner's 66, and uh, he's been buying horses for the last 20 years, and he's put a lot of money into the game, and finally, finally, he gets a payday.
3: Well, we're going to live vicariously through you, and we'll be walking that walk with you, and uh, don't forget to wear the race day cap.
0: I have it all here. (laughs) It's ready to go. (laughs)
3: Uh, now, uh, uh, Jonathan, a little bit about your, your son, and, and uh, you know, obviously he's in the business to look and find and purchase horses for people, correct?
0: Yes, he, uh, he does. He's a bloodstock agent, and uh, he's off to a pretty good start, to be honest with you. He's only been in for a few years. He graduated mm-hmm. from college a few years ago, and I'm glad I wasted all that money. But uh, he's in the horse. Wait, 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 wait,
3: wait. Don't don't you get, aren't you, aren't your, the loan's going to be forgiven by the government? Isn't that the deal? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, sure. right. The yeah. only
0: problem is I paid, so well, I'm not getting anything back. So. Send
3: them a bill and they'll give you back the money. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> in, in any by case. Way, it
0: all worked out good. It's a great story. And, uh, you know, hopefully the dream continues a little, a little while longer.
3: Yeah, and I got to tell you the way that it, the way you uh explained how the day started out it was really a home run that's for sure because uh you shouldn't take a, I know uh flying is safer than driving your car in the street but still all in all uh that uh, that must have been a, a scary day to start out and a and a jubilant day to end that's for sure. That's the ebbs and flows of life and of course in horse racing as well. Jonathan, uh I know uh that uh, w- when I saw him win and I know it was a roughly run race, but I got to tell you he won with solid authority. I mean, he was, you know, he wasn't like on his belly. He was just trying to finish the race at the point coming down the stretch with the Philly Hatter shot at him and that horse that uh, finished second in the race really all, all he did was kind of suck up in the second, but there was no really there was no really uh, threats at all. I thought from about the 8th pole to the wire
0: no, he looked good around the turn, Ralph, when Zerou when made that move inside the two. I thought it was over at that point uh-huh. because there was no one really coming. The Phillies had to flatten out from the move she made. Yeah, She extended so much energy getting to that point that she was going to be done. And, listen, it worked out. It was great. It was you know really a dream, and uh, you just got to keep going. And, uh, hopefully, he stays sound. You know, he's a little crazy in his own mind, this horse, he threw Jarrell in the post parade, and Jarrell got back <laughs> up on him,
3: <laughs> he
0: just wants to play all the time, he's not vicious, he's not mean, He just, you know, out to have a good time, and I think he really runs what he has to run to win, you know, he, there are horses like that, uh, the figures to me don't mean that much when it comes to him, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I have a biased opinion, Epicenter's certainly the horse to beat at this point, you know, but... Uh, just the fact that you get a chance to go, you get a chance to win.
3: Well, not only do you get a chance to go, at. but you're not getting a chance to go just to fill the starting gate as a, with a no, you'll shot. You'll be one of the favorites. You'll be one of the
0: favorites. We're not 50-1, to one, that's for sure. I mean, he fits with these horses, and, again, he's getting better at the right time. And the whole key, that's what you want to do. You want to get better at the right time. Yeah. and uh, and that's what it is. It came down to his last opportunity to make the Derby, Ralph. If he's not 1-2, you know, then I'm not in Vegas, then well, I'm not at the, in Churchill, and everyone's sitting home
3: you're watching the race. You're but on your uh, couch, yeah. But right. uh, you want him to peak a little bit more. You want him to peak at his best 31 days from now. That's for sure. And, by the way, you got you got a 92 buyer in the Arkansas Derby.
0: Yeah, you know he ran a big figure two starts back on the sheets. He ran an eight. He only ran an eleven this Saturday, but you know again, yes. I think he ran what he had, had to run to win. And uh, they're all proud of him, and I'm proud of him as well.
3: Well, on the sheets, it's it's good to drop down to yes. an eleven again because then you get another peak coming, and and maybe that'll exactly. be a Churchill down. So there that's, you go. It's all yeah, good. Well,
0: stuff. Very good, Ralph. It's <laughs> you all good. The sheet
3: yes, that's all good stuff, my man. That's for sure. And you know we're rooting for you. Uh, that's for sure I got so many nice emails by the way from listeners of, of this show and uh, it's really appreciated I answered
0: as many as I could and I thank everybody for their well wishes
3: well you know you got Las Vegas behind you that's for sure everybody in these books uh, and listen to the show will be rooting for you that's for sure and uh, we're, we're going to keep uh, good thoughts That's and uh, Jay Pridman who uh, for the racing forum the following uh, morning on uh, his Twitter account was tweeting out that he said that the your, uh, the cyber uh, knife uh, uh, was doing good in the morning. Ate up his uh, all of his uh, food, his breakfast, etc., and was feeling good uh, by Bradcox uh, assessment. So that's good stuff too.
0: Well, I'm telling you, he arrived yesterday in at uh, Churchill, and uh, I spoke to my son, who speaks to the trainer every day, and uh, mm-hmm. all good.
3: Good. Well, we're going to keep uh, everything we can possibly cross cross, including my eyes, if I have to, to keep them all crossed <laughs> and, <laughs> and ready for you. I, I guess we'll have to transition into something for today, if you know, because you, you you've been doing your sheets all through that, and it, it it amazes me that you can concentrate on on the business as well. But you have, and so I guess uh, we'll just uh, uh, take a pick from you if you got somewhere.
0: We do. We have, we have a pick at Tampa Ralph in the third race. And I keep it going because, listen, I have obligations to players that play all year round and every day. And while this is great for me and everybody uh, 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 um, attached to the situation, you know, they want to win money too. So let's do it. Okay. Third race today, six furlongs on the main track at Tampa. And I love the number six horse in here Doodle Hopper. Doodle Hopper is a 10 year old gelding from the John Ricketary barn. He's listed at 4 to 1 on the morning line. He ran a big figure two starts back. He bounced last time out. Rider switch today, Pedro Morales. I like that switch. And uh, 4 to 1 on the morning line, number 6, Doodle Hopper wins today's third race out of Tampa Bay Down. All
3: right, Tampa Bay, number 6, Doodle Hopper. Sounds like a character from the old Red Skelton days. But uh, the six horse, number 6 in the third race, Doodle Hopper, is Jonathan's play for the race day, listeners. Can't be any more happy for you, John. Jonathan, that we are, and uh we will. Oh, this is going to be a lot of fun day by day, inch by inch, <laughs> step by step, getting to the Kentucky Derby, that's for sure. Uh, go, Thanks, rest. Ralph. go rest. Go rest. <laughs> You'll need stay
0: safe it. And be well.
3: All right, you me. got it, my man. Tommy Masses, isn't it a nice feeling to know that you got a friend out there that uh, really got a chance to win the Derby?
4: Oh, yeah. yeah no, I, I know I was owning horses, man. Like uh, You win with a five-claimer, you know, your heart's going to explode. I can only imagine the trip Tim and John and uh, Joe are going through.
3: Yeah, no kidding. That's uh, that's going to be something else. Now, uh, we turned the page. We're into April. And I know Woodbine starts sometime this month, does it not? April 18th. All right.
4: April 18th, Saturday's opening day. I'll be doing an all-day kind of... Whatever you call it, podcast, live thing, I'm going to cover the handicapping from the morning and sit in front of a camera with another gentleman and just uh-huh. play through the whole card and maybe throw a Churchill in there as well or a Keeneland, Sorry,
3: I see. So you're going to abandon us then, right? No, I'm not going <laughs> to miss your show. I can,
4: I can do, I can do two things at once. Oh, I'm doing it right can, now, I'm having can, breakfast, yeah. I'm talking
3: to you. Okay, so you can walk and chew gum at the same time. That's great, uh, Tommy. Um, uh, we take a look at uh, what's going on today. I would imagine that you'll uh, do something at uh, at uh, Tampa Bay.
4: Yeah. Uh, just a few, if you wanted to go quickly, uh, you know, I really like um, what happened the last week. I think the Phillies, you know, Kathleen O's the most impressive three-year-old I've seen this
1: year so You want to know
3: something, Tommy? Uh, when I asked Jerry Jackowitz on Sunday morning, and I asked him to elaborate today when he comes on a little bit later, I said... And I was, you know, I said, what was the most impressive run you saw all weekend? I was thinking that he was going to say one of the derby horses, like maybe Cyberknife or, or somebody else. Without without even taking a deep breath, he said, the same horse you said, Kathleen O. She, and I guess so she must have been really impressive. I know she was on the track, but for guys, handicappers like you, she must have uh, really, really been impressive.
0: Yeah, you know, like, she really
4: only beat one horse this weekend, but it's her whole body of work. The first time she won in Florida, you know, almost fell to her face, got a good pace set up, and I'm going, ah, maybe this horse ain't real. And then it's just, you know, moving up the ladder so easily. And and when you look at all the top, uh, you know, I'll look at, compare her to the boys. All the top boys, they sit close, they got speed, you know, and uh-huh. and she just sits back there and waits and waits and and, you know, just easily pick horses up.
3: Well, she is right. right,
4: and and you know, like she's, you know, I'm looking at uh, odds on future odds where you can bet right now, like fixed odds. Kathleen O's six to one to win the Oaks.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. She's uh, her future book is uh, also uh, opening with the uh, the boys uh, uh, on uh, Friday. That, but that's the morning line opening odds, correct?
4: No, the odds I'm looking at, you can bet right now.
3: Oh uh is that uh, in england i, I can't oh, in bet england. on them, but i'm just uh-huh. looking at the okay you got to explain you... yourself england yes okay well that well that... yeah yeah oh i've said offshore yeah there's a yeah.
4: fixed odds The center is the seven to one favorite yeah okay uh, for well the we, derby.
3: but we can't bet that. So yeah we, we're worrying about what's yeah, over no, so
4: it's a good gauge you know if you're going to it back is uh the, the mutual pool you should know you know you know you don't want to be betting Epicenter the center at three to one when he's seven to one and and so
3: on. Well, if you like epicenter and you can't get the seven to one, and you're not going to fly to England. You got to do it here. For example, no, uh, but
4: yeah. no, Ralph. Let me let me interrupt you. But the thing is, if if they're you know they're pretty good down there. So if if you're taking three to one in the futures, then, mm-hmm. you know I'd wait to the Derby. You probably get seven to one.
3: I see. I understand. That's the point I'm making. To the comparison. Them. The comparison. Correct. Yeah. Kathleen O leads uh, the Kentucky Oaks points obviously with 150, so she's in. Be nice to see Shug McGahey getting another shot at a big horse, too, right?
4: Yeah, and you know what? You know what? It's it's a shame. The the one fault I got with the Derby point system in Canada, we'll run the the Canadian Oaks and the Queen's Plate uh, trial, and then you got a chance for the Phillies to come back in the plate, also. Uh-huh. I kind of like that routine. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well. Uh, all in all uh can't wait for uh woodbine to open because we know we'll be covering it with uh, with you there as well but for today you got uh, something we can build a bankroll on
4: yeah uh i was going to go and race 3 and i was going to give you all you know the four horse wild winter and box him with the the six uh clem Cadiddlehopper. hopper uh so <laughs> we'll throw a wild winter you know the hardoons are doing better than the Masses. so well... we'll play my horse behind john <clears throat>
3: Well, Tommy, you, you know you you're giving out live horses. I mean, on Sunday you gave out a horse that ran second at Nice Price, and uh, yeah, I'm
4: not a Tampa guy, so you know I'll defer. But I I do like a long shot in race six at Tampa.
3: Okay. And
4: I haven't checked the scratches or the weather. It's like a hundred degrees and sunny here in Hallandale, oh. but I'm going to take a shot with number eight, Mister Einstein. Uh, two back on the turf. Uh, you know, it's only turf race on the whole. I'm looking at, and it was his best race by far. Looks mm-hmm. like he's going to get a nice uh, set up in here, so my big bet of the day, Mr. Einstein, number eight, in race number
3: six. All right, the sixth race uh, at Tampa Bay, number eight, Mr. Einstein, 10 to one on the morning line. The only two scratches I see in the race are numbers 11 and 12, so uh, you're still in as far as uh, we're concerned right now. So Tampa yes, Bay... turf this-
4: only for sure.
3: Okay, Tampa Bay, uh, sixth race, you like the eight. And back in the third race, you like the four. And on a, on a day when we get slim pickings, you and Jonathan come up with a Scirocco play for me. So in the third race, I'm doing a four, six, six, four box, that's for sure, with uh, Jonathan's uh, number six and your number four at Tampa Bay. Pretty slim day of racing, but nevertheless, we're looking for winners, and you guys have produced some thoughts for us in those races, that's for sure. Tommy, when do you head back to uh, Canada?
4: I'm going to Keeneland tomorrow. I'm gonna to do. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you on the radio, and about an hour later, jump on a plane and go to Keeneland, and, and probably freeze.
3: Yeah, well, whatever the case. Well, you got coats for goodness' sakes.
4: I had to order one from Amazon. I, I, I didn't even bring a sweater down here.
3: You're telling me that you 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 reside in Canada and don't have coats?
4: I didn't bring them. I didn't bring them to Florida.
3: <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, uh, my man. We'll talk to you tomorrow from kentucky at keeneland and we'll
2: be back with uh, john and jerry for their thoughts right after this
0: Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas.
3: All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. It's going to be a fun week when Keeneland kicks open on uh, Friday. Big races, Aqueduct and Keeneland and Santa Anita. This weekend are the big races, the clump of big races at those places. So we're going to have a lot of fun doing that. Here is the Twin key result. From Sunday at out at Station Casino, Sunday's Twin Q five thousand dollars featured the seventh at Oak Lawn and the sixth at Santa Anita. The seventh race at Oak Lawn, uh, the winner paid three eighty, and the second horse paid four forty. And in uh, the sixth race at Santa Anita, the winner paid thirty two forty, second horse paid three twenty. So the winning numbers were one, two, and six, seven. There were twenty-two winning tickets. Chopping up the five grand, each got two hundred twenty-seven dollars and twenty-five cents. I guess, I guess that was enough to maybe fill a tank of gas these days. And so the twin key will come back uh, later on in the week. We're going to go now to John Lendo. Stand up by, John. Good morning. How are you doing, John?
5: Good. Good. Can you hear me? Okay.
3: Yeah, I can hear fine now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff happened uh, this weekend, but we're looking forward now to a big weekend, uh, not only at Aqueduct and Keeneland, but right there at San Anita in Southern California. And we got uh, two horses that are kind of get a marquee throwdown going on in the San Anita Derby, huh?
5: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a small field. We enter today for Saturday, and uh, the headliners in the San Anita Derby are going to be Forbidden Kingdom. And uh, Messier. So we'll get a chance to see Messier go for some derby points. He's now in the Tim Yachtin stable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the Bob Baffert barn, uh, he has started his suspension as of Monday, so it has been disbanded. You'll see a lot of his uh, former horses trained by Sean McCarthy and the other ones by uh, Tim Yachtin.
3: All right. Now that is the 90-day suspension that was uh, given to him uh, through honoring uh, the all the action, all the things that are going on with him in the California Horse Racing Board, right? 90 days, which means he has to disband the uh, barn. he got to take down all his signs and everything. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if one of the networks used him for commentary during the, the derby. Just, just throwing that out there.
5: I don't think he's allowed on the track. I don't think he's allowed on the premises for 90 days.
3: Uh, and not even on the premises? I know all his horses aren't.
5: No, but I don't think he's allowed on the the grounds either for 90 days.
3: (laughs) Well, they'll have to do something via satellite, (laughs) I guess. Uh, But real quick, that is separate, right, from the two-year ban that Churchill Downs Proper, the racetrack, has given them for the Kentucky Derby horses, right?
5: Right, this 90-day suspension was handed down by the the Kentucky, the horse racing commission, and uh, the California, as well as the other jurisdictions. So they will honor that. That uh, that two-year ban of starting horses and stabling at, at Churchill Downs is a house rule. So that's just something that uh, the the ownership of Churchill Downs has has put on him. But uh, that, that uh, it will that will end after kentucky derby 2023
3: okay now a couple other notes from southern california i guess uh, umberto is uh, changing his mind and uh, he's going to go to kentucky instead of instead of that's new york
5: it, yeah that's what it looks like he'll what he'll ride santa Anita this week and then he'll head down to keeneland and then he'll ride at churchill downs until saratoga and he'll, he'll be in new york during the summertime
3: at saratoga so in other words he uh, changed his mind from going to new york he'll go get to new york after keeneland and churchill when the saratoga meet uh, starts right
5: Exactly. Yes.
3: All right. And one final note in case people uh, thought that uh, Frank Miramati's uh, voice has changed. Alan Bugdahl backed him up over the weekend. Is he going to be all right? Yeah.
5: uh, They expect uh, Frank Miramati back this weekend. He was just under the weather last weekend. So Alan Bugdahl, who had been around, you know, way back when from, Uh, The old race. we play shows on TV and everything else. Has always done a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Uh, He jumped on the mic and and did his thing. And uh, it was kind of nice to hear Alan's Alan's voice again. So, uh, you know, he was a capable replacement, and they'll get back to getting Frank on the air uh, this weekend.
3: I don't want to, you know, talk out of turn here, but, I mean, I remember, Alan, when I was at the racetrack, he's got to be in his 60s at least, right?
5: Oh, yeah, 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 he's up there quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know how old Alan is nowadays, but they, like I say, he's always kind of yeah. been around in behind the scenes kind yeah. of thing and helping out with different things, and, and uh, you know, he, he jumped in in a pinch, and, uh, you know, it kind of came up late, uh, like Friday morning, that, yeah. that Frank was a no-go, so they had to kind of scramble, who are we going to grab?
3: So. Well, we hope Frank uh, is in a fine fiddle for this uh, weekend, that's for sure. Our uh, thoughts go out with him. And uh, uh, you know, John, uh, you're getting as busy as Jonathan Hardoon because uh, starting this week, you're going to have uh, three sheets out.
5: Yeah, uh, we obviously, uh, Oakland picks up again tomorrow. We have Oakland as we've been doing every day. Santa Anita uh, starts up on Friday, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm going to do the Keeneland meet too, which starts on Friday. There's a lot of good racing there, and yeah. uh, a lot of Southern California representation. Right. And uh, in the next in this month of April, you've got certain days where some of these tracks won't race. You know. Uh, uh, Easter Sunday, uh, both Keeneland and Oakland will not race. Uh-huh. There's at least one week that Santa Anita has scheduled to, to be dark uh, just after the Santa Anita Derby, I think the weekend of the uh, 25th, 26th. Uh-huh. So with, with some gaps in the racing activity, I'll juggle the three tracks, and there'll always be something there at the south point for our,
3: our regular horse players. All right, see, so you'll be busy. You got, we got a nice $12.80 winner out of you on the last race at Oakland, and of course, the Linda Report returns covering Oakland, Santa Anita, and Keeneland exclusively his sheets at the south point one uh one last thought uh john and um i know that they had a mandatory payoff in the jackpot at Gulfstream over the weekend right after the florida derby day is santa anita thinking anything like that
5: i haven't heard a thing about it so uh no i i've been kind of watching to see if they were going to do anything around uh-huh. that for derby day but no announcements of that type. If, if something comes up between now and and uh, Saturday, I'll make sure everybody knows.
3: Yeah, that mandatory payout on Sunday, by the way, going into the final race, there were eleven thousand seven hundred fifty nine live tickets, and the uh, pick six uh, paid a thousand eight dollars and thirty cents for the mandatory at Gulfstream on Sunday. We will wait and see. And John, I know you're uh, you're um, you know you're going to be looking at and covering all these entries coming up at Santa Anita, and we'll uh, be talking to you tomorrow.
5: I'm looking forward to it, Ralph. We'll, get, we'll talk a little Oakland Racing tomorrow as they get back to the new race week.
3: You got it, my man. Thanks a lot.
5: All right. Good luck today.
3: All right, Jerry J., I asked you on Sunday to give me uh, some thoughts about uh, what you saw over the weekend. I know that you were adamant about Kathleen O. in the Gulfstream Park Oaks. What about the Derby horses?
6: Well, you know, um, she, w- she was fantastic. Mm. I mean, uh, if you had overlaid her race over the. Um, over the uh, Florida Derby, she would have been about two lengths in front of uh, White Abario and drawing for, away from him at the, at the end. So um, uh, it was just a spectacular race by her. I don't know if she has any points to go in the Kentucky Derby, and I surely don't know if uh, Shug would put her in the Derby because uh, Shug's would. Uh, I don't
3: I, think I don't... She, I don't think she has leaderboard points for the Derby, but yeah. I, I know she's the leader for the Kentucky Oaks with 150 points, so she's in there.
6: Right. Well, she'll, you know, she'll probably just, like, cruise there. That won't be uh, difficult. If she likes the track, you know, if she stays fit and everything, which I'm sure she will. But, uh, well, I mean, I, I feel highly probable that she will. But, okay.
3: Uh, now, let me ask yeah. you this. Uh, <laughs> the wrong Philly going in the Arkansas Derby? You think uh, that she's better than uh, Secret Oath?
6: Oh, she's, yeah, m- miles better. Okay. She would have won the Arkansas Derby uh, by at least two and probably... That was a fairly fast track that Arkansas Derby was conducted on. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a little faster than, say, the uh, variant would, would have been lower. So uh, the times at uh, Gulfstream would have probably transferred very well. And particularly, you have to keep an eye on Gulfstream because uh, those wide lines at Gulfstream are very difficult. When you watch these two-turn races, for the most part, uh-huh. they're won by horses who you know, hug the rail a little bit. And that seems to be the real groove in the track, particularly going two turns. And, um, you know, Kathleen O was, like, out there in what would typically be no man's land and Mm -hmm. just running as easy and as free as could be. And um, um, if you put that – if you gave her the trip that Kathleen O had – which was very similar to the one that Secret Oath had. Mm -hmm. They're both wide. They both were reserved early. They both moved uh, in in a similar fashion. Her move would have just gone on and and made her the winner of that race fairly easily, I think. All right,
3: so you're not so impressed with the three-year-old Colts so far?
6: So far, they're they're more pedestrian. I was sort of liking simplification a lot, Mm -hmm. and he got in that speed duel and— I don't know if he bounced in the coming out of it or if it ground him up, if he, that was his limit. But uh, I'd be interested to see what happens with simplification. At least he ran um, really hard really early, and he'd had the, the hard race beforehand. So, you know, horses do at some point bounce, and then they usually recover if they're good. So there's some chance that simplification might be uh, cut of that cloth, as you like to say, yeah. Ralph. Yeah. But, uh Right at the moment, I don't have any um, any great love for any of the cults. American Freedom was pretty interesting out in the West Coast uh, at blazing speed and uh, probably would have been the kind of horse that, you know, would go on the Bill Daly and we'd be, will, will he or not he make it through the stretch, you know, type of horse. But uh, American I don't know freedom? going to go on with him now.
3: American Freedom, are you talking about Forbidden Kingdom?
6: I mean, Forbidden Kingdom, okay. i sorry. Okay,
3: all right. Yeah. Uh, a couple of quick notes, really, because we're getting towards the end of the uh, show. Right. We've got uh, five big stakes races highlighted by the, um, the uh, Bluegrass at Keeneland on Saturday, seven big stakes races at San Nita headlighted by the uh, San Derby, and Aqueduct has six big stakes races headed up by the Wood Memorial. I know uh, that you go from Gulfstream to Aqueduct with the Power Pages. When's that going to happen? Oh, so tomorrow you start you start area. at aqueduct tomorrow correct okay, so you we got Aqueduct and Santa Anita power pages at uh, Station Casino starting tomorrow now, one other question uh, you know, I was uh, standing at the book, and a guy next to me they had a, a wide shot of uh, aqueduct when they were doing the pre race stuff, and he said, "Wow, look, it snowed there and I said no it <laughs> didn 't and he was looking at the uh, grass courses the where, where <laughs> all of the they have they had covered right. the grass courses all winter long, and they're pulling that up now. Right. Uh, it's it's got to make a difference to the saving the grass course then, right?
6: I would think so. I mean, I don't know much about agronomy. I have a little putting green in my backyard that I <laughs> yeah. Bought. I mean, all winter long, you know. You've seen that bubble wrap or whatever you want to call right, up, right, it. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. It
3: looks like it looks like it was snowing, but it really wasn't. Right. Uh, but and they're pulling that up, getting ready for uh, this week as well. Right. right. We'll, we'll start yeah, seeing some so. turf. Yeah, yes, You know, maybe
6: they're trying to keep. You know, there's a lot of pigeons around Aqueduct. Maybe they're trying to keep the pigeons from eating on the I, grass. Course. I don't know. <laughs> I will.
3: I will end this. End the show on that note there. But uh, uh, so Aqueduct is going to start their spring type of. Uh, uh, racing uh, starting this weekend and, and uh, Jerry will be back with the power pages yeah. at Aqueduct, that's for and sure. And
6: you know, Ralph, how much I love
3: Aqueduct. So. I know. And I know how much you like Aqueduct at this time of the year. Alright, we got 31 days, 7 hours, 45 minutes and 40 seconds and counting tick, 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 tick until the Kentucky Derby. Got about 23 hours before we're back here on the show uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, God willing, and the crick don't rise. And Jerry has one last thing to tell you on this Wednesday show.
6: Have a great race day, everybody.